0: Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
1: The best reporter on the Green Bay Packers is Mike Clemens, and he joins us now on the Great Midwest Bank Hotline. Mike, as this team gets ready to kick off here, there's there's not a, a lack of confidence in the veterans of what they're able to do.
2: No, uh, and, you know, the, a big matchup is a very physical Bears defensive line, defensive front against a pretty good size uh, Packers offensive line. And when I was talking to Lafleur about this about 10 days ago, and I said, and before they got rid of Justin McCray, I said, you know, one thing is these two tackles you've got and then what you've got in your interior line, really, boy, that's a per- – You've got a lot of experience. you got a lot of games together. Have yeah. you had an offensive line with this much experience? And he thought about it. And he said, you know, I'll say this. He goes, these are some of the smartest offensive line that I've worked with. They're very good communicators. And that does come in handy when you're going up against whatever Pagano stunts that they're going to face tonight, that these guys can figure that out.
1: You know Mike, what? Go ahead, oh Billy Christ. Tosh. Oh, no, sorry about that. What about uh, Aaron
2: Rodgers? Uh, In coming into Chicago, you listen to Sports Talk Radio down there, and uh, they're not big Aaron Rodgers fans, obviously, because Aaron Rodgers has had his uh, own way with the Bears over time, kind of similar to the way Brett Favre had his uh, way over the Chicago Bears. One of the worst uh, things I ever saw from a fan was uh, New Year's weekend, 2005. At the end of the 2004 season, I'm down on the field following the team in, falling behind Favre and those guys, and Mike Sherman was still head coach. And there was a woman, a woman, holding a sign, a Bears fan, surrounded by Bears fans, guys, in their blue and orange and all that, drunk. And the sign said, big sign said, die, Favre, die. And this was a week after Reggie passed away on Christmas. I just thought that was the stupidest, most insensitive thing to put in front of a guy like that. But, you know, Bear fans are frustrated. 25 years of excellent quarterbacks. And we talked to Aaron Rodgers about, you know, you're on your fourth coach uh, since you've been the starter in Green Bay up against the Bears. Are you a coach killer? Do you get a sense that the Bears fans hate you? To be hated? To be, well, (laughs) respected too.
3: I have a a lot of respect for the city of Chicago and their fans. I grew up uh, a fan of Michael Jordan, you know. And one of the channels we had on our our 10-channel TV was – WGN, so we got the uh, you know, we got the Cubs games as well so I grew up watching some Chicago sports, Uh, was a fan of Brett Favre and and had an appreciation for the rivalry, obviously playing it, it takes on a whole life of its own because you realize how special it is, not just to the players, but even more to the fans who've seen years and decades and decades of this rivalry and there is, I mean, a hatred I think on both sides between the fans we've had some some great moments down there and some fun some fun games, some big games. Obviously the NFC Championship 2013 was a fun one. You know, the relaxed, I think, started down there. James Jones coming back um, and we said had some tough ones as well, you know, 2010, we went down there uh, on a Monday night, I believe, and, and got beat. We had like 16 penalties that game. And that was a tough one, obviously, last year, you know, they, they stuffed us pretty good. So it's been some great uh, great games over the years. Again, I have a lot of respect for their fans. They know when to cheer. They're loud. It's a tough environment. They you know have a lot of uh, you know really good trash talk on the sideline. But we've also won in that place before, and you take that confidence with you.
1: You you take pride in knowing that you've won at that place, Mike. And I think that's one of the the best things that Aaron has in this in this game is he has confidence in going down into a place that, while maybe it's unfamiliar territory with a new head coach, this is a very common opponent that this team knows very well.
2: You know, and in the game that they lost to the Bears, I mean, first of all, he comes back with a fractured leg and down 20 zip in the third quarter, and he comes back and pulls off, you know, fourth-quarter franchise history win in the opener Lambeau, and then we come down here in December, and it was 14-14 by the end of the third quarter. The difference was Mitch Trubisky was more disciplined, really followed a great game plan from Nat Nagy, and the Bears you know, outlasted the Packers. Tariq Cohen had a big play toward the end there, and the Bears won that one. Um, so they, this is supposed to be an improved Packers team. you got a new head coach, got a new offensive scheme. Um you guys always talk about confidence, curious, and concern. My confidence is Aaron Rodgers will look like Aaron Rodgers to you because I thought he looked great in camp. He's accurate. He's got a strong arm. He's got great footwork, etc. My concern is you're going to have a first quarter where the Bears' defensive line is really physical. You might have some false starts because of this new offensive scheme. You know the referees will take you out of momentum, and it could be an ugly first quarter. My mom, um, curious, is it David Montgomery this rookie running back for the Bears, a, a mm-hmm. Division three high school kid out of Cincinnati, so he goes to Iowa State, watched some tape on him, read some scouting reports on him, and he's built a little bit like a Mon Green, but he's more of a lean forward guy, and he's pretty good at putting on head fakes. I don't know how many he broke for long distances, but you get inside the 30-yard line, and this would be an interesting kid to see if Matt Nagy trusts him as a rookie and gives him the ball tonight. Mike, they released uh, 15 guys off of uh, the uh, hurt, the injured list. And one of those guys that I'm particularly watching is Kevin King. You need Kevin King to stand up in this particular game, get on Allen Robinson, and just shut him down. How much uh, this Packer team being healthy will help them going down in a game like this? Well, that's a great matchup right there, Lee. You know, if you've, if you've got Kevin King at 6'3", up against a tall receiver like Allen Robinson and the other guys that you're going to face throughout the season, maybe Thielen, Jair Alexander, man, he had a great game against the Rams, the best offense of the year, with about a half dozen deflected passes in the first half alone. But right now they're going to probably have most of the snaps go to Tony Brown, who's energetic, and, and you know, I don't know if he's the smartest corner out there, but, you know, they'll give it a go with him. Tremont will be back there. And then you got the two safeties. That's another matchup tonight to watch, too. Here's Adrian Amos, a guy who told us, yeah, I'm a little disappointed that the Bears didn't come up with a better offer against ha Clinton Dix, who will still tell you, when you ask him about the day the Packers traded him, he'll give you the exact time, 350. Those guys traded me with 10 minutes left to go. Brian Goodikins called me. So, you know, he's has got his little grudge. So we'll see how that all played out if this – Safety if the Packers got the better end of the deal or Chicago did.
1: Mike, I think that's one of the most interesting parts of this game for me. And while I was driving down here to the Sheridan Grand Chicago earlier today, listening to 670 to score, talking Bears. Everybody down here believes that the Bears got the better end of it because of the interceptions, right? Ha ha Clinton Dix, a little more of a playmaker. He'll he'll be able to take the football away. And Adrian Amos is is gonna be the guy that doesn't make mistakes. He's gonna be where he needs to be. And and for a rookie to, to be starting next to him, it feels like the Packers did what was what was definitely best for business in the sense of let's get somebody that's gonna be alignment specific, alignment sound, and allow our rookie safety to do what he does best, and that's go try to make plays. I'm expecting Darnell Savage to not only have a nice game tonight, but I think he's going to be one of the main reasons why, if this Packers team is able to get themselves into a playoff spot, a lot of it's going to be on the big-time play of him early on in his career.
2: Well, Devontae Adams says he thinks Savage is a smart kid. By the way, for some reason, I saw a tweet from the Packers he moved his number back up to 26 for some reason and I don't know why I have to ask him you know he's doing that 21 savage thing right
1: uh, Mike I know uh, you're a big 21 savage fan
2: yeah you know, you, I, actually I needed to have, to have him explain to me the references
1: <laughs> what that was all about <laughs> so anyway um,
2: as Savage will be interesting to see tonight uh, but don't you know don't forget about Raven Green or, that they'll drop him back for experience' or we'll bring him up alongside Blake Martinez. Uh, to help out, you know, someone's got to keep an eye on Tariq Cohen when he lines up wide.
0: Mm-hmm. That's you know, right.
2: So you, you, you've got to you've got to wide, you watch that because they'll put him out as a wide receiver, and he will beat people. And he's five six, and he's hard to keep an eye on. So that's something that'll be a concern uh, as well. But um, overall, you um, know, I, I, you know, uh, I, I, you know it, it's Trubisky. It's a guy who's uh, uh, if he's better if he stays in the pocket and can get the ball out because he is athletic he can scramble and if one of the smiths get after him you know that's where he starts making his mistakes he thinks he can thread the needle at balls about 35 yards down the field on the sideline and he misses he misses those throws i don't know if he's actually going to improve his accuracy or not or maybe that you know they've they've got him now where that he he takes the higher percentage throws and relies on a running game and just is more of a game manager while that defense gets you turnovers and get you short field position. All right, Mike. So we're coming up on about three hours away from a kickoff tonight. What's your prediction for the game? I'm taking Packers 24 17. There
1: it is, Mike. Uh, I there like it. it is, Mike. Uh, I like it, Clemens. I'm going to buy the points because Mike said 24-4, 24-17. <laughs> I'm going to buy the points.
2: There's no cheering in the press box. I'm cheering tonight. I may lose my credential. I oh, no, it ain't worth so it, Mike. Bad. Mike! It yes. ain't worth it, Mike. Let's go, I'm, Mike. I am I'm, I'm still pissed off.
3: The Ooh. Packers
2: lost that game in the rain in Thanksgiving. What was it like four years ago? Yes. When Bart Starr came yes. in you know, on the cart to take care of Farb. You know that... The Packers had some fumbles and some stupid plays. Mike
3: is fired. Damn. That game. You know,
2: I, that's, that's my guy. I, you know, I want Virginia McCaskey in tears
1: at her 100th anniversary. Oh, this ooh, is my guy. Mike, I just stood up here at the Shy when Bar. What did they and put gave gave in his huge, Gave a big BJ Raji belt, and everybody looked at me like I have six heads. I'm with you, Mike. This is one of those games. Well, of course that you're that with me, them. You're in the
2: auxiliary this, box. You don't care if you get kicked out.
1: Well, no, yeah, no. I'm going to wander around into the seating bowl and just start. Talking trash. I might not even be able to make it down into the locker room after tonight because I might get punched in the face. Oh Mike, God. appreciate
0: no, it, man. Do go pack, go. They're,
2: they're supposed to have 15 decals in the helmets tonight. Win
1: it for 15, man. Winning That's right. Yes.
2: Yep. Totally agree. Thank you, Michael.
1: See you, boys. Mike Clemens, join us on the great Midwest Bank Hotline.
0: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what?